We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Hey, social sellers, we're going to dive into the episode in 20 seconds. But first, we wanted to say we hear you and we have something so exciting to share with you. We are officially announcing that the Social Selling Club is now open. The Social Selling Club is a virtual community membership filled with fresh monthly trainings, a live Q&A call with us, our other special guests, and a private app filled with like-minded social selling go-getters just like you and more. So if you've been thinking, I love my team, but I need more support than I'm currently getting, or I need ongoing guidance on what tasks to do to actually get and stay profitable in this business, or I'm ready to start making real money already, or you've been wanting to invest, but haven't been financially able to yet, then this brand new virtual membership community, the Social Selling Club, is for you. And we're raffling off an annual membership, normally $2.97, for free to one of our podcast listeners here this summer. If the Social Selling Collective podcast has helped you at all, please take a minute to support the show by downloading the episode and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help us spread the word about this podcast and we read each and every single one. And when you do, you'll automatically get entered into the raffle for this annual membership to the Social Selling Club. We'll announce the winner on Instagram at Social Selling Collective. So make sure to give us a follow there to see that you won. At any time, you can learn more about the club by visiting socialsellingcollective.com slash club. And for now, back to the show. Hey, social sellers, it's Jordan back for another episode of How She Built This. And I cannot be more kitty with excitement than to introduce this week's podcast guest. A, she's become a friend to me over the years. And even before she became a friend, she was somebody I actually followed on social media. And she was just an unbelievable source of inspiration in my own social selling journey. And today, she is going to be a guest talking about how she built to one of the very top levels of her social selling business and how she's done it with just so much grace and ease and compassion. So Alyssa, I could not be more excited to have you on. Do you want to say a quick hello before I do your official introduction? Yes, absolutely. Hello, everyone. I am so grateful that you are listening to this today. And Jordan, thank you so much for having me on. I just adore you and respect you and admire you just as much. Thank you so much. Well, likewise. And so for those that don't know Alyssa, Alyssa is a teen mom and college dropout turned multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. Yes, I said multiple (laughs) the word seven-figure. And at the age of 22, with just $5 in the bank, Alyssa launched her business. She now has an organization of over 125,000 business partners and customers. And she's built a multiple eight-figure organization in the last seven years. I mean, saying these words, I'm like, holy smokes, are we going to learn a lot today? 
What's even cooler is she's a, a yearly top income earner and industry leader. And her passion for growth, leadership, mindfulness, and self-awareness recently turned into the launch of her new journal line, which we're going to learn more about, Harps and Soul, and which I also just bought. I cannot wait for them to arrive. And what I love about Listen, again, working with her in, in a mastermind and just growing in a friendship, she really does strive to help women step into their light and live authentically to make that soul impact. So Alyssa, welcome, welcome, welcome. So can you share with us or give us some insight into your journey and why you were compelled to start a business within the social selling space specifically? Absolutely. You know, I was at this point in my life where I was so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I came from the space of blogging and just having a little bit of online experience, but I never thought of doing something like this. And I was following a girl online and I just started watching her become successful. And so I started asking a lot of questions. And being someone who is, you know, a college dropout from a super small town, I had all of these doubts kind of flooding into my mind. And once I asked those questions and I got the answer, I just took five seconds of insane courage and I just said yes. And that was like the one of the most pivotal moments in my entire life. That's so incredible. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, I remember you sharing this story with me a couple of years ago about how you had $5 in the bank and you had to actually sell something kind of special, right? To, to get the money to, to invest in your social selling business. Yeah. You know, at that time, I was living on food stamps, government assistance in a teeny tiny square, 800 square foot apartment. And it was like I was shoving towels under the windowsills in the wintertime and, and under the doorway in the wintertime. And, and that was just my reality at that time. And it was just a really dark, dark time in my life. I was suffering from depression. I was losing my hair from stress. And and I did have... Le- it's like $3.68 since I actually have the bank statement here in my office. And I was like, Okay, if I'm going to do this, like, what do I need to do to make this happen? And so one of those things was selling a jewelry box. And that meant so much to me. And that was just like the moment where I decided enough is enough. My life is never going to look like this ever again. And it was that moment that kind of took me to hitting that rock bottom and made me realize like I have to build a brand new foundation to to create this life that I know I like I'm desiring it and I know it can be mine. And so it was that moment for me that just catapulted me into this this space of courage and this space of you know making that decision to never look back. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Hearing you say that again, I just got goosebumps all over my body because you know, you've know you been in this industry for seven years. I've been in almost seven years as well. And we hear all the excuses, right? Why people don't start. They're too busy or they don't have you know money to make the investment, right? But you probably had every real excuse and more, yet you still stepped so courageously and truly gave away something, sold something special just to invest. Like You actually did not have the funds in your account at all, but you still found a way to make this work and to start. And I just... I mean, it's so, so powerful. So 
What do you feel like back in those early days, seven years ago, what was your why for starting? What was that vision in the early days that you really like you really held on to and connected with during the early days of that build? So my vision when I first got started was $500 a month. That is why I joined. And I remember we have like our team charts and we have like a roadmap that we follow. And I just pasted that on the walls of my apartment. And beside that, I also posted all of my debts. And I also posted like a vision board, all of my goals and the things that I wanted. And you know, at that time, I always say like I had like this rotisserie chicken vision is because on our food stamps, you can't purchase hot food with your food stamps. And I always used to just walk in the grocery store and it makes me tear up now, but I would just be like, man, I just like want to buy a rotisserie chicken. And that, you know, that was my vision at that time. And, and I think that, you know, for myself, just that $500 a month, that is impactful. And that's not only impactful for me, but for most people is bringing in that extra $500 a month. And that's how everything got started. Oh my gosh. I love that you just talked about how impactful $500 is because I think there's this culture in social selling of, you know, create a seven figure or a six figure, multiple six figure income, right? It's sort of that all or nothing culture. Whereas two, three, four hundred, five hundred, a thousand dollars truly can be life-changing. There's a, a statistic that a very high percentage of Americans could not afford a four hundred dollar emergency. Think mm-hmm. about that. Think about that for our listeners today. Like how many people in your network right now could not afford a four hundred dollar emergency? A lot. Yeah. So I just I love that you you talked about that because it really is so so impactful. So my next question to you is, you had early success. I don't want to say quick success because... But you had early success in the business. But what was that first big hurdle that you had to overcome in order to grow that you know, that eight-figure business that you have now? Yeah. you know, I, I had these moments where people would tell me no. Of course, I still receive no's every single day. But no's when I was first getting started would completely derail me. Like They would just derail my whole stinking day. <laughs> and I'm like, man... But, but here's the thing. And it kind of goes back to what you were just saying is... With that goal of $500 a month, I didn't have the brain capacity and I didn't have like the knowledge to understand that that could be more. And I think that me starting with that goal of $500 a month, that really helped me with taking that and kind of breaking it up into these bite-sized goals throughout my days. And when people would tell me no, I would just I would get completely derailed. And then there was this moment I was sitting in the Target parking lot and someone had just told me no. And I just had to make this decision is is every time someone tells me no, why am I giving that power to derail my whole day? When people just they don't have a brain cell for for what I have my hands on. And and it was making this decision to own what I do with social selling, just to own that that's that's how I'm making my income and standing in that power and just deciding and knowing that what I have my hands on, I'm proud of. What I have my hands on, I know it is going to impact other people's lives. And I also know 
when someone rejects my my messages or when they reject a phone call or a text or whatever that is, they're just saying not right now. And so I know that I just never written anyone off because they've told me no, because I actually have some top industry leaders who I've personally signed who told me no. And then they watched me for six months, a year. Some have watched me for six years and are just now, you know, joining me on this journey. And so I just remember the way that no's used to completely derail me. And I think it was just making that decision and standing in that truth and that power of knowing what I have my hands on and being so proud of it. And you know, that confidence, that's what brings people in, right? If you're if you're not confident in who you are and what you're about and in your mission in life, then guess what? You're not going to bring in other confident women or individuals. And so to really just own your power is just, I think, truly one of the most important, important things you can do in this business. Because when you own your power and you become confident in who you are, who God's calling you to be, that's when you can move mountains. So, so good, Alyssa. Okay, so you have a beautiful daughter. How old is she now? How old is her? She just turned 10. Oh, 10 years old. I cannot even believe it. <laughs> she is the cutest. So talk us through, how do you juggle? And maybe it's changed for you over the years. And if you want to speak to how it's changed, that would be be great too. But how did you juggle motherhood and business building? What did that look like maybe early on? And what does that kind of look like now that you have a, a daughter that's a little bit older and a little bit more independent? Yeah. So first getting started, you know, when I decided to go all in in my business, I was working probably like 15 hour days, if not more. And, and that's just a decision that I made because I wanted to achieve specific goals. And so that does look different for all of us. But I think that I didn't do the best at <laughs> juggling everything at the beginning. I just feel like it was probably a lot of looking back like movies and, you know, iPad time, things like that. And also, you know, I would make sure every day that like this one on one time and still today, just making sure that I'm intentional about looking her in the eyes, like looking her in the face, knowing that like my phone is put away and I'm just having that one on one time. And you'll find once you really start to do that. And in some of you, you might have to schedule that into your day. Like you might have to pencil in one on one time with your family, with your kids into your days as you're really starting to build this. Maybe you're going for a new goal. I just want you to, to be unapologetic about that and give yourself some grace if that is where you are in your journey right now. And, and you know, even still today, I'll be on calls and Harper will make something that's like, she'll hold up a sign and be like, can I go ride my bike? <laughs> like through the through the glass door of my office and, and like I like nod really quickly <laughs> and you know what I mean and so it's just giving yourself grace and I think just knowing every day like you're juggling all of these things and every day you're gonna drop one thing whether it is like your marriage or being a mom or maybe it is your business and or all of the things that make up your life but the next day you just have to remember don't keep dropping the same ball twice. And that is just like a rule that I live by. And 
I know like in my motherhood, it's like, I really stink as a mom today. Tomorrow, that's going to be my first priority. And I think that giving yourself grace is so important. But also, you know, maybe it's setting a goal to to earn a specific amount of income so that you can hire some help. Maybe a babysitter a couple of days a week. Really just thinking about... Okay, what trade-offs am I willing to make to get to this next level of the life and the business that I want to create? You know, I don't call them sacrifices because I think that sometimes that can make us the victim. Instead, I just call them, you know, these trade-offs and choosing something that you're doing in your life as looking at it as a trade-off, knowing you're gonna you're gonna get something in return. And so my whole life has been created and made up of these trade-offs that I'm making. Some days it's waking up earlier, staying up later. Some days it's knowing I can't be with Harper in that exact moment, but giving myself grace in that. And I think that there's nothing better than her seeing me work. And I grew up with a stay-at-home mom. And so I think that there was this, this pressure on me to be as visible and available as my mom was when I was growing up. And I really had to make this decision. And I talk so much about decisions because you know our lives are made up of, of these types of decisions. But I had to decide and stand in knowing I'm not a mom. I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I'm a working mom. And that's going to look different than what I grew up knowing. But that gave me so much grace. And I think that with Harper seeing me work and seeing me dream, we make our dream boards together. Every January, we sit down and we dream together. And she knows what I'm working towards. I talk about my goals with her. I talk about fears and frustrations with her. And and I think I've involved her every single step of the way. Like When she was little, she would put um, labels on my my business cards I had back then. She would put like packages together of samples of products. And I've involved her in everything I've done from the beginning. And so she understands as well why I'm working, how hard I am working and, and just giving her this life and casting this vision for her. I'll never stop doing that. I'll never stop working or letting her see me work. And I'll never stop casting that vision. But it's just like this beautiful dance. And like I said, some days I I stink really bad as a mom. And some days I fail her. But she always knows like uh, that next day is like redemption. And like I always do what I say I'm going to do. And so if that, if I tell her I'm putting my phone away for three hours, you will have like this specific time with me. She knows I'm going to do that. And so that is one thing is like, I never waver from my word when it comes to being her mom. And that has just really allowed me to unapologetically work and create and provide while also being a mom. And and she knows I don't ever expect her to be perfect. And it's just kind of like this unspoken truth. It's like, she doesn't expect that from me either. My gosh. Mic drop. That was so good. I'm going to go back and re-listen to this because that was so inspiring. I just love that approach. I love that when you are with Harps, you are with her. And when you are working, you are working in grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. It's what mm-hmm. every social selling mom needs to know that you you can't keep all balls up in the air every time. Just yeah. don't let the same ball drop twice. That was so amazing. So when how would you think, you know, you said you've involved 
Harper, quite a bit over the years in your business. And I believe that your fiance is an entrepreneur, right? He's doing some entrepreneurial stuff as well. So when she looks at both of you and she sees this, this world of entrepreneurship, how do you feel like she would describe it? What words would she use to describe the entrepreneurial journey just from taking a front row seat watching you build? Yeah, I think that it is so interesting watching and knowing that she's always listening and she's always watching. Like our children are always listening and watching, even when we think they're not. You know, I think that there was this moment and it was a couple of years ago when I really, I really understood this. And Harper was in second grade and they were studying for this math test. And her teacher said that she asked if she could say something to the class. So she stood up and she just had everyone flip over their practice test. And she Harper had everyone write, I can do it on the back of that practice test. And that for me was knowing I'm making an impact. And I'm making an impact not only on the the lives of people coming in my business and customers and but at home. And leadership starts at home. And so I think that with her watching Jay and I just always working and on phone calls and like we mix fun in between. And so just we we show her that you can't think your way into changing your life. Like you have to physically go and do it. And so again, we like we don't just talk the talk, but we walk the walk as well. And and she'll go to business meetings with us and she loves going into Jay's office and and she'll go places with him when he's working. And and I think that because we do what we do, it's like around the clock. We always have an opportunity to work and she sees that. But we also interact play and family time as well. And so I think that just really having her see this, this kind of lifestyle that we have where we do kind of combine all of it and we do it unapologetically. And there are days where like, I do find myself frustrated because I've been on my phone so much that day. But Harper, like sometimes she'll be my encourager and reminds me like, mom, don't forget what we're working for. Or like there are days when like my belief is wavering. And like at the, the family dinner table, we always share like a win and like something that didn't go so well. And like if I'm struggling in belief, like she'll use my own words to encourage me. And I think that she just loves watching us work and she loves meeting other families of you know, the people that we work with, she's made so many friends. And when we travel, like she's got besties all over the world. And, and I think that it's just, it's just so much fun, but they're always watching and always listening. I totally agree. So it sounds like we have a future little entrepreneur. on our <laughs> I love, I just love, yes, the integration of all of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about the integration of family work, play, when you can truly integrate it, I think that's when it's done most beautifully. So you talked a little bit, and if I'm being too nosy, you can totally cut me off, Alyssa, but you talked or referenced what you're working towards. Do you want to share any insight into maybe that new family vision or something that's been on your heart that you're really working towards? Yeah. So I'm working towards... I feel like so many different things. Um, My vision has just expanded. The more that I have grown, my vision has grown. And you know, I think that right now the biggest thing that I'm working towards is 
my Harps and Soul journals, which is so, so much fun. But that in itself is just going to be a really creative space for me to just pour my soul into things I've learned, lessons I've learned, um, different paths that I've walked down and the failures and the wins. And I'm kind of incorporating that throughout Harps and Soul. But right now, my biggest goal is just focusing on leading as many women as I can towards this place of inner solitude while working and building the life of their dreams. And so I'm doing that in my social selling business and and we're working on creating some courses right now to help other women do that as well. And, and that will be things from leadership to, you know, creating the space of solitude. And I took a month sabbatical last year. And during that time, I just learned so much about the life that I was building, what it looks like versus what I really wanted it to look like. And. I just had these so many moments of like this God divine truth happen throughout that time. And I'm just like, okay, I was so out of order, Jordan. I had like social media became my God and, and everything around me just became my God instead of God. And so I got so unaligned and I was miserable. Like I was miserable every day. I would wake up and just be so miserable. And once I realized like the true alignment, which is like God, family, and then work. And I got realigned. It has just created this space where these visions are coming in and these downloads are happening. And, and just knowing, okay, I'm leading thousands of women. What do I want that to look like? Like, what do I have to say? Not like what's cool in the industry, but what do I want them to know? And my goal is to just lead as many women as I can better than, better than I found them, just making this impact on their lives and, and really realigning them to what's truly important and just challenging them to, you know, to reminding them of what they're really capable of, what they can, they can do with their time on this earth. And, and I think that it's challenging them with the follow through, but also like having the, the most amazing marriage, having that relationship as a mom, having incredible relationships around them. It's just like this huge vision. And I know as like, we kind of have these stepping stones of, you know, helping as many people as I can get to six and seven figures, helping, you know, my team hit their goals as well while launching courses, launching journals. <laughs> it is just like everything all in one. But I'm seeing the course and I'm just walking in my truth and what I believe in. And I have never felt so much more like myself. I just kind of lost myself in the grind and and it feels good to just be recentered in who I am and what I stand for and just standing in that simple truth. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you know, that's why we started Social Selling Collective and why you're talking to our followers. It's because you know, I my journey to the the very highest level of my company, I just I kept looking around and saying who is doing it well? Who's doing it well? We go into this space because we want time autonomy. We want financial freedom. And yet all of our social media, we're preaching it. We've created freedom and we can do this and that. But we're really slaves. Yeah. We're slaves to social media. We're like, we're burned out. We feel the mom guilt. And I just thought time and time and time again, really knowing 
the real story, what was going on on the other side of somebody's, you know, computer or, or cell phone. And we started this because we wanted women, specifically moms to know that you can go to the top of your company. You can build a six, multiple six and seven figure business without the mom guilt, without the shame or the burnout. You can do it with ease and you can do it truly while honoring those core priorities. And, you know, I always thought, gosh, what is all the success if I don't have that close relationship with my kids? If my husband and I are disconnected, like I don't want any of it. And so we really created this, this company out of this true desire that we want women to be connected relationally to their families, to themselves, to their significant other, but also have a kick-ass income, a thriving business rooted in passive income. And you can have both. And, and like you said, maybe not every day <laughs> a ball gets dropped, but you really can have both. And that's been very much just the, the heartbeat of Social Selling Collective. So the other thing I just want to go back to you when you talked about launching Harps and Soul, which are these incredible journals to really utilize sort of in those quiet moments, right? That kind of get you reconnected, recentered. Do you think that you would have been able to launch this business without becoming super successful in your network marketing company? Or do you feel like really the the seven years experience sort of put you in this different sandbox? Yeah. Opportunity. Um, you know, I would say no. I probably wouldn't have ever even thought about launching anything. <laughs> you know, I think the last seven years, I have just positioned myself in a growth environment. And that is like ugly, deep, soul level work. It is like knowing the ugliest parts of myself and how to become better at that. It's restructuring my financial blueprint and and what that looks like. And it's building confidence that I never had. It's all of these areas that make up our lives that I've completely had to relearn and build a brand new foundation on. And so no, I would not... I don't think I would be the woman I am today or the mom I am today or any part of me that makes up my being. I would not have if it wasn't for finding this industry because I would just, I don't, I would just be a shell of a person like I was. I would just walk around not, not knowing the truth that lies beneath me. And, and I wouldn't have never uncovered that if it wasn't for being kind of thrown into this and, and realizing, you know, no one was coming to save me. And so I think that, you know, knowing that my future depended on what I did back then, making that decision became so much easier knowing that I was the one steering the boat, that it wasn't up to anybody else. And so. That's a long answer, but no, absolutely not, because I wouldn't have known the greatness God instilled inside of me, just like He instilled in every single one of us. And you know, He broke the mold of every one of us. There's there's no one else like us. And and it has taken like hills and valleys and wins and losses and failures and successes to uncover the, the woman I am and that I'm still becoming. And that was after making this decision to to just go all in and to never look back. Oh, so good. So what would you say, and we'll end on this question, what would you say to those individuals listening today? What would you say to them if they're feeling stuck in their business or they have one foot in, one foot out and sort of in that decision-making 
framework of, am I really going to do this? Am I really going to go all in on this? What would you say to them? I would say that God never allows you to skip a lesson. And I would say that you get what you tolerate. The life that you have right now, if you're tolerating it, then that's just what you get. And if you want a better life, you have to raise the bar for yourself, for your family, for your friends. And you know, you have to stand in knowing that you have something to give the world and that now is the time to do that. And I would say too, you know, if you saw me in the beginning, if you saw me two months into my journey, two years into my journey, seven years into my journey now, like you would have hope. You would have hope because it has just been this beautiful, messy dance. And I think that to build a legacy, to do something something so brave and so incredible in your life, you have to be unapologetically just standing in this decision. And I know that it's scary. I've had to make the decision to, to be all in or be on out, all out. You can't be hot or cold. You have to be one or the other because people will know if you're hot and cold. People will see it. People can read it on your face. They can hear it in your voice. And so I think that you have to separate the former you from where you're going. And you have to protect the work that's been done in you along the way. And so I think that, you know, knowing, you know, how many of us have never done something like this before, it's it's time to just kind of make that decision to become a brand new you and to start creating the life that, that you've desired and, and changing the way that you view yourself starts with really kind of digging into this deep, ugly work. But knowing that your future does depend on what you do right now, your future depends on the choices that you're making. And I think remembering too that, you know, knowledge is power. Everything you're learning right now is power, but it's only power if you do something with it. So looking at what you're going through right now in your business, looking at the challenges you're facing, the lessons you're supposed to be learning, and really, you know, having that that conversation, that come to Jesus moment where you're like, okay, this is what I'm going through. What lessons can I take from this? And what's my decision moving forward? And I think that you know, making this commitment, knowing and standing in this this space and this decision of knowing, okay, my fulfillment resides in helping people and in making an impact. And the greatest gift that you know is giving people the gift of your business. And owning that and standing in that and knowing, okay, this is the greatest gift I've been given thus far in my journey. But you're you're not going to unlock your destiny if you stop right now, if you stop right here. Like you're about to get into this gap of, you know, insane lessons and successes and failures and mountains and valleys. But if you stop now, you're like stopping just short of the goodness that God has planned for your life. And so like you owe it to yourself, but also to your family and your friends and and your organization to just make that decision to go all in. And once that decision is made, I'm telling you the stars align, people come into your business that you don't even know. Like you'll look back and be like, were those people even real? Like, like, I don't even know if those people were real. I've had those, those moments so many times, but... I think that knowing you get what you tolerate. And so what are you done tolerating in your life? And when are you going to just decide enough is enough? Oh my gosh. Yes, Alyssa. And I'm listening to you talk and it's like, 
of course, you know, you built it a multiple eight figure organization because I mean, just your growth journey and your commitment to growth. I mean, you don't float to where you are. It is intentional, gut wrenching commitment to growth to get there. And I just, gosh, Alyssa, everything you talked about was just, I can't tell you the amount of times I I got goosebumps hearing your stories and, and your insight. And I'm just so, so appreciative that you would come into our space and just talk about your journey. So for those that are listening today, I know they're going to want to connect with you on social. So can you just share a little bit about the best place to connect with you so that they can come give you a follow and see see how you're running this amazing organization and, and your... Right. I'm always hanging out on Instagram and DMs in my stories is where I hang out all the time. And then I'm on Facebook as well. Just Alyssa Marie is where you can find me at Alyssa Marie. And I would love for you to just drop in and say hello and just kind of watch how I work. (laughs) I love it. And yes, I, I said this at the beginning, but I followed Alyssa for a couple of years before I ever was connected with you. And we were connected through uh, a direct selling mastermind, which was so, so awesome. And when I got into the mastermind with her, I was like starstruck because I'm like, Oh my gosh, Alyssa is so cool and smart. And I cannot believe I am like sitting in her presence. So you will feel that same way when you're on, on Instagram. Just wow. She's so inspiring and so encouraging and just... Just, yeah, all the feels. So Alyssa, thank you so very much. And Social Sellers, thanks so much for tuning in today. And we're so excited to have you on this, this summer series journey called How She Built This. We will see you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. If you're ready for more, then you're invited to join us inside the Social Selling Club, our membership community for women in direct sales looking to up-level both business and life. As part of the club, you'll receive three social selling business trainings a month, plus a live coaching call with us, your collective coaches. And most importantly, you're building your own social selling network of like-minded, motivated women for friendships, collaboration, and accountability. You can join us now for less than a dollar a day. So come on over. You can sit with us. Find us at socialsellingcollective.com slash club to sign up right now. We hope you loved what you heard here today. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time and inside of the Social Selling Club.